Welcome to Faith in the Morning. Something good is going to happen to you today, so expect miracles. Thank you for joining me today. Let's jump right into it with our 2023 Faith Family Confession. I encourage you to say this every single day. So say it with me. Say, I am the salt of the earth. I am the light of this world. Jesus said it, so I believe it. I am a carrier of the glory of God. Today, I will experience the extreme goodness of God. Today, I make myself available for God to show his goodness to others through me. Today, I am increasing in influence. Today, I will see the goodness of God in my life. Today, something good is going to happen to me. So I expect miracles. Praise God. We're going to do something different on Faith in the Morning on Thursdays and Fridays for the next few weeks. I want to walk you through this parable and this special teaching I did several years ago. I actually remember somewhere about 13 years ago, maybe a little bit longer. I was getting ready in the morning. All of a sudden, I had this idea. I had this idea, this parable, this story flashed through my mind. And what I did, I went and started typing it down, writing it out. And I actually sent it to some friends of mine, some cousins, and said, hey, this idea just popped into my head. I don't even know what to do with it. And they were so encouraged by it. They said it was great. And they said, well, when it's time, you know what to do with it. So flash forward a few years, I turned it into a book and I released this book almost seven years ago. And I want to read it to you right now. And one of the reasons why I want to read it to you now on Faith in the Morning, I know it's a little bit different than what we do on Faith in the Morning, but one of the reasons I want to read it to you and go through this parable with you and the teaching afterwards is because it's a book called The Librarian. And it's a parable discovering and living God's plan for your life, discovering and living God's purpose for your life. And as we start the year, you know, a lot of people say, okay, am I living purposefully? Why am I here? What has God called me to do? And no matter how old you are, no matter where you are, don't feel embarrassed if you don't really know what you're called to do or your purpose yet. It's nothing to feel embarrassed about, but it is something to focus on so that you can live purposefully. So however you're watching, some of you are driving right now, some of you are working out, some of you are drinking your coffee, listen to this parable, and then I'll get into the teaching right afterwards. Now a certain man was walking through a great city and came upon a great library. This man was very familiar with the city, but had never before seen this library. It was colossal. In his mind, he thought there was no way that he could have missed this giant edifice before. He approached the marble steps and paused as he observed the carefully crafted columns that supported the roof of the entrance. Over the entrance hung a triangular display of statues of philosophers of time past. They all had books in their hand and were in positions of teaching and imparting knowledge. Below all the statues was this phrase written in large capital letters, the beginning of knowledge. As the man gave more attention to the statues, he noticed something that he had not noticed before. It seemed as if all the statues were looking at him. As he proceeded up the steps of the beginning of knowledge, he came to enormous, ornate, marble doors. These doors had many languages inscribed on it, the most careful and artistic script. The man looked for the language he knew and the phrase read, through these doors lies wisdom. The man pushed open the door and stood in a magnificent foyer. In the middle of the foyer was a large globe upheld by a semicircular counter. The counter had eight sections and each section was a smaller globe. Each smaller globe displayed the knowledge of man concerning the world up to a certain century. The walls of the foyer were filled with bookcases, which were illuminated by an overhanging golden chandelier. 
Above the chandelier was a domed ceiling painted with the marvelous striking blue of the sky and realistic large white clouds. The more that man observed the ceiling, he noticed that the clouds were moving. While watching the clouds, the breeze that caused them to move blew through the man's hair. May I help you, a voice said. That clearly startled the man. Oh, I didn't mean to startle you. I am the librarian. You must sign in. The man nods, regaining his composure, and heads for the librarian's desk that he missed as he took in the other features of the foyer. The librarian was an older man with a gray beard that drooped slightly lower than his chin. His eyes were kind and grandfatherly. The librarian wore a simple white shirt and khaki pants. He sat behind a waist-high cherry wood counter propped up in an elevated chair. Behind the librarian's desk were even more bookcases, but the books behind him were marked attendance. The old man gestured toward the sign-in sheet as the man made his way over to it. As the man signed in, the librarian asked, Would you like to see the most precious books? Sure, the man casually replied. Great, the librarian exclaimed as he hurried his way from behind the counter. This way, this way. The librarian led the man around the giant globe toward a wide hallway. The hallway was lit by the rays of the sun that reflected through the window panes surrounded by golden frames. The man looked out the windows to see courtyards on each side. Each courtyard was filled with well-manicured grass, slate sidewalks, carefully crafted topiaries, marble statues, and beds of yellow roses. As they exited the hallway, they entered into a great hall. The hall was filled with the smell of old books and was well lit by golden hanging chandeliers, mounted decorated lamps and windows which let in the sun's natural rays. The hall was divided into four sections. Each section was filled with bookcases organized into precise rows by topic, date, language, and country of origin. In the middle of the hall was a sculpture of an older man dramatically reading a scroll to marble children's statues at his feet. The statues were surrounded by a small stone protective fence that was bordered by reading benches. From the hall were three other hallways, one to the north, one to the west, and one to the east. The man's eyes gravitated upward. There were three more floors above him, filled with bookcases, which were lined with more and more books. The man stood in amazement. I've never seen so many books in my life. Come, my friend. There's much more to see, the librarian responded. The two walked toward the center of the hall and began to walk around to the left of the statue display when the man looked to the west and stopped in his tracks. Above the west hallway entrance read, the annals of the history of the planets of the universe. Mesmerized by the potential knowledge that laid down the hall, the man began to walk toward it, a firm hand on his shoulder and the kind voice of the librarian prevented him. Perhaps on your next visit. The man turned toward the librarian with the look of a child in a toy store begging his parent for the latest toy. For now, the librarian replied, that great knowledge will not do you any good. But trust me, the precious books you will see will benefit you much more. Resigned to the fact that he would not see the hallway during this tour, he once again followed the librarian around the display and toward the north hallway. The north hallway had no windows but was lit by mounted lanterns. On each side of the hallway were three doors that led to different great rooms. As they walked past the second door on the right, the curiosity of the man got the best of him and he opened the door. Lanterns lighted this room as well, but not electric lanterns like the ones he had seen in the hallway, but lanterns used centuries ago. The man examined the room and noticed that instead of books, each shelf was filled with scrolls. The man's attention immediately was fixed on the large golden plaque on the back of the room. His mouth dropped open in amazement as he read the plaque's words, the lost scrolls of the Library of Alexandria. 
The library will be closing soon. We must continue, the librarian reminded the man. The man closed the door and continued down the hall. The hallway opened to a circular room that was lined with one continual bookshelf except for openings for hallways that led to the north, northwest, and northeast. The room was bright with light. It was the most lit room in the entire library. Above the bookshelf were 24 stained glass windows. In between each window was an electric lantern. The ceiling was filled with different lights and mirrors that reflected the light in one central direction, toward the middle of the room. In the middle of the room was a giant book. The book was 10 feet in width and length and was positioned on a large wooden pedestal. All the lights in the room focused on this one book. The colored light of the stained glass windows accentuated the pages of the book. The man approached the book and studied the two large pages. The first letter of the first word of each page was decorated and crafted into a picture likened to the ones that monks painted centuries ago. As the man read the words of the page, he realized what the book was. It's a Bible. Is this the precious book you were referring to? The man asked the librarian. Oh, it is very precious but it's not the book I was referring to. Follow me, only one hallway left. The two walked down the north hallway. This hallway had do no doors or windows, but had one purpose, to lead to the next room. They entered the next room, which was bordered by towering bookshelves, each filled with thick books and accompanied by a few ladders that would give a person access to the highest books. The man followed the librarian to the back of the room to a small table that protruded from the bookshelf. On the table was a singular electric candle. The librarian began to peruse the books in front of him. Ah, here it is. The librarian pulled out two seemingly identical books and laid them on the table. That's my name, the man exclaimed, as he realized that his name was the title of the two books. The librarian opened the two books and began to flip through their pages and stopped on a certain page. He motioned for the man to look at the pages. The man read one page of each book and realized that each page described a different account of a certain day of his life. The librarian quickly shut each book and pointed to the book's authors. On one book, the author was the man himself, but on the other book, the author was God. The librarian looked into the man's eyes and said, you will be judged by the difference of these two books. Let me read you a couple of scriptures before we go. Psalm 139 verse 16. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. Ephesians 2.10 For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. 2 Corinthians 5, 9-10 So whether we are here in this body or away from this body, our goal is to please him. For we must all stand before Christ to be judged. We will each receive whatever we deserve for the good or evil we have done in this earthly body. Daniel 7.10 And a river of fire was pouring out, flowing from his presence. Millions of angels ministered to him. Many millions stood to attend him. Then the court began its session, and the books were open. Revelation 20, verse 12 I saw the dead, both great and small, standing before God's throne. And the books were open, including the book of life. And the dead were judged according to what they had done as recorded in the books. I'll share with you more tomorrow on Faith in the Morning. Have a great day.